Think running a day spa is all massages and relaxation? <laughs> there is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa, but we're here to help. Series spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the weak. It takes hard work, planning, and just a bit of luck. We should know because we've owned a successful day spa for over 20 years. Now we're opening up our playbooks and giving you the business insights to run your day spa rather than letting it run you. This is a Spapreneur podcast with Lynn Graves and Ramona Rice. What's up, Spapreneur? Hello. I'm still on my anti-absolutely phase. All right. I mean, I'm going to have to pull out the dictionary and start getting other words. I would like the Spapreneurs go through the episodes we've released recently. And in the group, I will, I will, we will give something away free. Maybe like a $20 Amazon gift card. If you can count how many times Ceci has said absolutely in the last episode, episode 19. I don't, I I don't think I did. Okay. Well, everybody who answers correctly, I I don't know how we'll do this, but we'll figure it out. But anybody who comments, we'll put them in a raffle and you can win a $20 Amazon gift card. Okay. We'll do that. That's okay. fine. And you can buy something nice. Okay. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Hi, guys. And that's why I'm not sounding so chipper in the last few ones is because I can't say my favorite word. Absolutely. And that doesn't make me. I'm not. I'm not happy. This okay. does not make me happy. I call. I, I call shenanigans. That is a myth. You are choosing not to say that word. You are making a choice. I'm feeling poopy now. Then you need to make a choice to say it. Just, Absolutely. Yay. See, that makes me feel good. See, we can bust myths all the time. And that's hey, what we're doing today. Mona. Hey, Lynn. Have you been to the Pinterest page on De-Stress Express? No. Oh, my God. I'm having way too much fun. Guys, I'm redecorating one of the rooms. Uh, because it, put it, it Ashi was just, it, Yeah, well, it was dated, and we needed another Ashi room. But this is one of our couple's rooms also. And I called it the garden. I had all these friggin' flowers everywhere, everywhere. It wasn't everywhere. really great. Uh, it, it was when we first started out. Yeah, sure. But it was dated. So now I've stripped it. I I spray painted shutters. I put them up on the window so nobody can see in or out. And I just got inspired. Now I'm doing like a um, a Western almost theme with um, horses. And we're going to call it Free Spirit. And it's just, it's coming along. Um, but because of that, I've been on Pinterest and I've been pinning a lot of ideas when you go to the de-stress express pin you don't have to do the whole room but you might find one idea like hanging the curtains from the ceiling and go oh that's how they did it so i hope you guys will enjoy it and maybe you know send me some pins that i can put on there okay so always fun that's awesome that's awesome i was trying to find we're doing a myth buster episode because we see constantly on facebook Massage therapists and estheticians and nail techs who are basically like myths, myths that hold you back in your business. And I was really hoping I should. Like did I before. must always be professional. Oh, yeah. That's that. We we, we have busted that one so bad. The idea of professionalism. Well, the idea of spa professionalism. Let, that's a great I'm myth. not stuffy. Let, let's talk about this. Okay. So we could talk in our spa voices and we could be like, welcome to De-Stress Express. No, that's such bullshit. Our family does not even no. know how to do that. Like like spa voices. I, I don't even know what that is. No. So we're loud. A sassy and serene. That's we are. What you, we're that's what you dubbed us many years ago. And I like that because it reflects our personality. Yeah. And it's just it's just the myth that you have to be like any spa that you've seen, like traditional spa. I call shenanigans. My favorite myth. You cannot talk to the client while giving a massage. Oh, you yeah. must be quiet. Or you must always listen to Oni Inya. So what am I supposed to do? Tell the qu- qu- client, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. 
No. Yeah. They want to talk. Let them talk. Let them talk. It's their time. It's Look, fun. And if they want to be quiet, let them be quiet. Or or the myth of you always have to start them supine or prone. No. You start them how you need to to get the, the, the work done. Yep. Yep. Stop mything yep. yourself. Stop limiting yourself. You pass the national test. Move on. Move on. You are a certified or ooh, ooh, ooh. You're not allowed to get up on the table with them. Well, how the hell am I supposed to do Thai or Ashi or Ashiatsu? Or if I'm t- teeny tiny, how do I get, really get in there? Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Or, or oh, God. The draping. I'm sitting on his Or everything has to be covered. Now, if it's in your laws and your state and you have to have it covered, fine. But if you're working like Iliosoas or like you've been talking about, what's the one that you've been working with with your hip? Oh, gosh. Let me see if I can say it. Sacral tubercle. Uh, ligament, okay. which means she put her finger almost up my ass and got on the ischial tuberosity and then slid underneath it. And Do you feel better? Uh, no, I still need more work. It, it, this but, is going to take time, but, but it's going to eventually be the point. Where you're but like, these are advanced techniques, so right. so stop, stop worrying so much about certain things. Just, just stop. Just, just there, stop. there is stop. a line. There's a line, of course. But you'll know what it is. Yes. So stop it and stop judging each other. There is a couple. I never do that. I'm talking about us as an industry. There are several Facebook groups out there. And I go in there because one, it's research for me. I'm seeing what you guys are talking about. It helps me help you. But I see how judgmental some of these people are. And I'm like, get over yourselves. Yeah. You know, we come from several different avenues of how we approach massage. And I think this needs to be recognized. We come at it from a lighthearted yet serious motivation to work on bodies and help them feel better, whatever it takes. Not sex. Okay. Let's, let's, let's define that. Never sex. But I'm not a medical massage therapy place. No. I'm not a seriously medical minded. That's Sheila Paul down the road. And we send people to her when they need that. Yes, we do. And and th- and that makes them, some people feel more comfortable in that kind of environment. And that's awesome. I'm happy to send Sheila Because people. we don't want to be sterile. We want well, pretty Not only walls. that, but Sheila's like, please don't send us anymore. We have too many. So we're always looking for a, a Vince. I saw Vince Foster I yesterday. I love him. I love Vince. Love Vince. Love Vince. He's a master at sports, sports massage. Oh my gosh! Yeah, isolated stretch. It'll make all. you cry. So, in a good way. those are not our kind of fields. No, nor are we. And now, listen to me all the way through when I say this: we are not energy workers. I am talking about we don't do Reiki or crystals or auras. Is all that stuff real? Could be, probably. I definitely believe in energy. The rest of it, I've kind of got shelved. It'll prove itself to me over time as I need to. We do offer cranial sacral because that works in our place. So I don't want to disrespect anybody out there that may hang a cross in their lobby. God forbid. Or put a Buddha in their lobby. Or have a menorah at Hanukkah time. You know, I, I don't want to disrespect any of them. We are We live in the land of the free and many people die for that. Let us respect each other in this time yeah. that... We will draw certain types of people. Yes. Be kind, people. Be kind. So myth number one, no more mean girls in in spa land. Do you know I got into this business because I thought everybody was really nice. Um, The the few people that were doing massage here. And I thought they were all really, really nice people. And I thought, how nice to work in an industry 
where everybody only said good things about each other. Boy, boy did you learn differently. Oh, my God. Did I learn differently? And, and I was heartbroken when I learned. It broke my heart. And these were from people who went to church with me oh. who also owned a spa. And they threw me under the bus and reported me to the Board of Nursing. It literally broke my heart. Now, we won that case because they were wrong. But And guess whose spa is still open and theirs is not? Yeah. But... I, I just, it was a pivotal moment for me to realize not all humanity is nice. No. So I. Even in our, t- we are a very touchy feely kind of business. Yes. But there are some mean girls and mean boys out there. And, so and there's a few you- psychos. Oh my God. I won't mention names, but we've got one lady who's got a single room open in our area. She's not allowed in our shop. She has cried on two of our guys at our place, sexual harassment. She has cried foul at the school when it was open, sexual harassment. And this woman is open for business, doing massages, and told me she was abused as a child. Woman. I'm sorry. I, I totally digress right there. Okay. No, but I mean, but, but again, you know, myths are is that we all have to be a certain way. No, we don't. God, no, it wouldn't be any fun. No, because sometimes, sometimes I really do like going to like, like when I go to Las Vegas, I always make an appointment to go to one of the hotel spas. Oh yeah. Because it's fine. I like the fluffy robes and sitting in the weird room and, you know, in the salt rooms and all this stuff. I get it, but I don't want any of that stuff in my place because it costs me money. Yeah. And I wouldn't want it day in, day out. When I get a massage, I really want some good work. Yeah, exactly. So that's number one. Okay. Myth number two. So I saw, I, I really wish I could find the post, but there was this snotty, I'm going to flat out say it, the snotty girl in one of the groups. And one of the groups I like, and she put up there, I do not like asking clients to come back because they are adults and I expect them to be able to schedule their own appointments and I have plenty of appointments. Well, jolly good for you. The rest of us have to freaking ask. I, I was floored when I saw that posting. Um, I was one of the first people that responded to that, too. Well, yeah. and I rarely, rarely respond to things on Facebook. I'm more of a voyeur than I am a participant. But when I saw that comment, I popped it up, make comment, and then saw Mona Head, and I thought, okay, I'll just leave it at that. Folks, my job is to bring the therapist in. I mean, the client in. Your job is to keep them. If you don't ask them to come back and educate, educate, can we say that word? Educate Educate. them, then they're not going to know to come back. I can't tell you how often people say to our therapists, so when do you think I should come back in? First of all, they shouldn't even gotten to the point where they have to ask that of the therapist. Therapist should have already said, the shoulder is really kind of stiff. I'd like to work on it again next week. If you can't afford to come in once a week, maybe make it for the next time you can afford to come in. Take the money equation out of it. And it's all about, okay, so there is a difference between, and we've talked about this in Spopreneur, and I'll link the articles in the episode. This is episode, um, you go to spopreneur.com forward slash zero two zero, so episode 20. Um, if you, there's a difference between selling and educating clients. Selling is for our front desk to have to do. That's their job. Yep. Our client, our therapists are there to educate. So, you know, if you're having to do both roles, that's why, that's a big reason why we say you need a front desk staff, number one. But the but the other reason is that educating is basically what, what Lynn just said. Your shoulder has issues. And I know that if I work on it for four to six weeks, it's going to get better. Yeah. And I can't tell you, you know, people come out of their massages with the massage stupids. And I cannot tell you how often when I'm at the front desk watching the crew and they'll say, did you want to go ahead and rebook now? They'll say, oh, 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 yeah. I'm glad you asked. Let, let, let me get my calendar out. Yeah. This happens all the time. So, folks, if you don't want 
to ask your clients to rebook, please send them to another therapist that will ask them to rebook and so do them a good... So they get the care they need. Yes. I, that, that's just crazy to me. I think it's important for you to sit back and ask yourself, why don't I ask that? Is it really because I think that they're adults or is it because I fear rejection? Folks, I come from a huge background of rejection. I, I'm an abused child. I get it. I understand it. Be bigger than that. Don't let it control you. Don't let it rule you. The other thing you need to do is, I'm sorry, you're Andy Griffith ringtone. I know, is my Andy Griffith ringtone <laughs> Who is, is going that? On. I think it's Dupa. Oh, so she. we have customized themes. Like, what, I'm Game of Thrones? Uh, you are Game of Thrones. Scares the shit out of me every <laughs> time. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Oh my god. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, you've got the right dun, tone. Dun, 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 dun. And my other regular tone is a uh, Harry Potter which Harry is Potter, really the, cool. for, for the kids. Yeah, cuz they're really into Harry but Potter. But that's right now. that's the first time I've gotten here yeah. Andy Griffith. I want to also mention too, we say a lot massage therapists, guys, estheticians and nail techs and waxing people. This applies to you too. Because yeah. there's nothing worse than when you see somebody's skin and it takes a long time to treat things like acne and, you know, rosacea and dry skin and other things. Like it's not a one and done kind of thing. Your job is to teach them that. And that's why also too, you need to suggest products. If you have products that will help them, Biofreeze for massage therapists, Tiger Bomb for massage therapists. Oh, and here's my favorite. But they sell Biofreeze over at Walmart. I can get it there. The client is in front of you right now. Yeah. Guess yeah. what? People are designed to do convenience. It is and cheap. for a $2 difference, they don't get, they're not going to drive. Who wants to go to Walmart? Well, sometimes, but they're no. not going to drive they're, over there just to get it. They're in pain right now. So stop using that as an excuse. Hairdressers, if you're listening to me too, stop using Ulta as the excuse. Well, they sell it cheaper at Ulta. I'm calling shenanigans. Shenanigans, shenanigans, Yeah, because shenanigans. I'm sitting in front of you and I want to know what products I should use. And how to use them. Because guess what? If you send me to Ulta, guess what happens? Ulta has a salon in there. They may book a... Stop it. Yeah. Stop getting in your own way. Yeah. Yeah. It is not intrusive. It's not intrusive to ask them to come back in. It's not intrusive to show them products that are going to correct the thing they came in for. It is not intrusive for you to tell them we have packages and memberships and this is why this is beneficial to you. It is not intrusive for you to to demand that they come back and say, look, I care about you and I want this because you just spent an hour to an hour and a half working on something on theirs. Don't let them go. And particularly those I, this summer, I did not go in and get waxed. Boy, was that first waxing appointment back awful. <laughs> so, so stop it. Shenanigan. Stop getting in your own way. Can y'all tell you. she's passionate about this? I just, it makes me mad. I want to take all the massage therapists, all the estheticians that whine about this shit in, in the groups and shake them and go, it, stop it. it. It is sad to me that, that some of you guys are thinking that, you know, you shouldn't do this because the hard part's over. You got them in the door the first time. That's the time. hardest part. Get them back in. Retention is the number one metric you must measure in your business. And spa owners, if you have any of these kind of dweebs that are like, I don't want to ask the client, get rid of them. Because those are your clients that they're sending out the door without yeah. rebooking. It that really means is. your room is empty. Ooh, it makes me mad. <laughs> it just does because it just it frustrates me because I see it all the time. I see therapists who are like, I can't afford classes, I can't afford this, I can't afford this. I'm like, are you asking clients to come back in? That's the number one thing I ask them. Yeah. And if you're not willing to do that, get out of this business or work for Pizza Hut. I'll massage. never forget when a therapist in our area who she's got well, she she has no openings. You have to wait until she gets a cancellation, then you can get in to see her. And she was temporarily working out of our place and she said 
about one of my other more senior therapists who had joined us, um, our boy toy. And she said, you know, he never asked for them to come back in. He's losing revenue. And when I said something to him, he goes, oh, oh, okay. And so he started doing that and making recommendations and his books got more full. So sometimes it's just mentioning them. You need to do this. Now, if they're not comfortable doing so, okay, let's get the verbiage that makes it comfortable. Okay. Um, Lynn, it was really great working on you today. I, you know, I, you were absolutely right. Your shoulder, we had to spend a little bit more time on that. I'd really love for you to come back next week so that we can, and, and really think you need to book a 90 minute session. That way we can do a half hour focused on their shoulder, give you the relief and you still get the benefits yep. of the full body massage. Yep. Can you come in? I have an opening next Tuesday at the same time. Let's yep. get you booked. Yeah. And if they say, uh, normally you'll hear them say something like, um, I don't know what my schedule is. I'll have to get back uh, to you. Great. Great. I look forward to hearing from you. And then you follow up. You follow up with an email. You follow up, hey, that opening's still available. I really think that you really need to take it. Yeah. yeah. And, and you use that language. It's not pushy. This is, you know, name one person that cannot benefit from getting services. Name one thing, because guess what? Just living, just just breathing is stressful. Yeah, it, it is. It and I'll is. tell you why. So my almost 11-year-old, he is, we're dealing with a hip issue with him with karate. He has one um, hip that's higher than the other, and it's causing challenges. Okay? He is 10. He has no stresses. What? Well, yes, he went through the trauma of his father passing away, but that wouldn't cause the hip thing. No. So, you know, because of that, we're having to do chiropractic. The 10-year-old is coming regularly. If, if we have to get a 10-year-old in regularly, your 45-year-old businesswoman who's also a mom and has like elderly parents she's taking care of, guess what? She needs you. And let me say, y'all heard me get a little bit silent there when Ramona was talking about the follow-up um, if they don't make the appointment at the time. I'm not quite comfortable doing that myself. Some of you are, some of you aren't. There's nothing wrong, and this is so beautiful in this day and age, to take a piece of stationery and write on there, it was so good to spend time with you. I look forward to hearing from you. Would like to work on your shoulder some more. Give me a call. And then guess can. what? There are, there are things called stamps. Yes. And there's envelopes. And, and there's it's people, wonderful. There's people called mail carriers. Like and so you, this is what you do. You millennials out there. <laughs> I, I know you don't know this. You fold the paper. It's very old school. You might get a paper cut, so be careful. Fold very carefully. You fold it. You put the the paper in the envelope. You lick very carefully. Make sure it's not toxically like Seinfeld. If you don't know that episode, go look it up. You have some Netflix homework to do. You write the address on very neatly. You put a stamp oh, on put there. A return address. Return address. It. You put a business card in before you seal that envelope. You put it in the mail. Don't forget your stamp. You put the stamp on. It's amazing. <laughs> That's how you do a letter. You're welcome. And and it really, I mean, even it's a, it's today, we all get excited yeah. to see that. So on a first-time client, um, even if they did rebook, I would try to do that. Something I love, um, it's the Kids Karate Dojo. And talk about a business. They are always getting money oh out of me. God. I just spent $110 on weapons. You want to see a good business model? model open a karate dojo. So, um, but Sensei Amy will every once in a while send random cards encouraging kids, you did a great job. And they get the cards them out and they love it. Yeah, except her handwriting looks like shit. Who cares? I do because the kids can't read it. So if you're going to write that letter, you better write it neatly. I don't care because it's just the intent that was there. And don't type it. Write it. Write it. Yeah. So do those things. Again, it's not intrusive, guys, to want them to come back in. So get over yourselves. If you need to practice, if you need coaching in this, we offer private one-on-one coaching. Mm-hmm. Go to spotpreneur.com forward slash coaching and you and I will go back and forth and practice this until you're good. Okay, because what I just did is exactly what I train our therapists to do. 
It's not hard. It's just a matter of practice. And the more times you do it, the better you get at it. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. all it goes. Okay. How much can you actually, I can't make a real wage uh, doing spa services, Sessie. That's myth number three. Oh my God. I've got, I've got therapists that are now 50,000 and above and that's on a split commission. And that's not including tips. No, 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 no. Uh, because tips we don't track. Uh, well, credit card ones we do. Yeah. Credit card ones we do, but the cash ones I don't know about. Uh, yeah, the, the we cash don't, ones. We don't get cash ones. The cash ones are up to the therapist to report, and that's not our responsibility. That's not our responsibility. Um, most of the therapists that have been with me uh, about two years are making. Uh, about 35000 And let me emphasize this. We are in a low-income area. We are not in a city. We charge $59 for a one-hour massage. It's an odd number because there's a linen fee that the client, the therapists don't even get part of. So they're getting paid off of $57.50 mm-hmm. per massage. And it's a different, like, sometimes we, it depends on the the contractor. Sometimes it's a... It's a um, flat out split sometimes it's a sliding scale depending on how many massages they do it depends yeah. on the, the contractor yeah and so don't don't tell me that you can't make a lot of money now the reason we can get away with doing the lower fee for them is they don't have to pay for things the only thing marketing things they have to pay for are their own business cards and even sometimes we order them because they forget and then they're oh, I charge them if i if i have to order their yeah. their cards i charge them um it, it, you know yeah they're a little bit spoiled but not when we first started out right and uh you know there's there's just no excuse right. not the to be AMTA able to make the AMTA just money. came out with like a survey and it said that the average person that was surveyed said they only make $23,000 a year. Well, that on might be with Massage Envy because I just read no, a that report. No, that was Massage Envy. It was AMTA. This no, is like but, independent. Yeah, but if AMTA is doing that survey, then the people from um, Massage Envy, all the therapists. Okay. Or the, the let me, let me, I, I got to stop Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut and Massage. Okay. You know so which ones they are. They have, according to a, uh, a survey that was done, the majority of massage therapists working in the United States. Okay. Yeah. Great. So if they're the ones contributing to that, then how much money are they really making? Not a whole lot of money. And massage, uh, Pizza Hut and Massage is owned by a big conglomerate. Uh, yeah, they are. No, yeah, it's it got no longer. Sold it got to sold a, to an Indian company, yes. and then it got sold to somebody like in New York, which is fine. But just it's not local. It's not local, guys. And and what bugs me more about them than anything else, they do not make their franchisees be licensed in any of the services. I know it, I know. it bugs the shit out of me. Okay, but, so anyway, but you can make a decent living with massage therapists. So I call shenanigans on the survey because here's the deal: number one, AMTA. I love you. You do really good work. But there's no way you surveyed all the therapists because guess what? Mine were too busy to take that survey because they're busy doing clients. Yeah, right I now. never saw the survey come through. Yeah, so there's one. Number two is this: is that honestly, you know, you can make as much as you want to in this business. Have you number one checked your rates lately? Are they comparable to everybody else? Are they too low? Yeah, you definitely need. When I started out twenty five dollars a massage, my theory was, and I caught so much crap for that. But remember, twenty one years ago, but I caught a lot of crap saying you are devaluing our business, folks. There were five of us on the peninsula, and I was the only one that opened a real company, even though it was one room, and twenty five dollars an hour was more than zero. So I started out at that rate because that's what I felt my worth was. As I went along, I would bump it up by five, bump it up by five, bump it up by five until I got to where I felt comfortable. Um, and your real your real driving force is 
how many clients do I have? Do I have too many? And they're trying to, uh, it's hard for them to get in? Raise, Raise your fees. rate. Because immediately there will be some that they'll go, yep, I'll pay whatever. And then there'll be others like, I can't afford that. Great. Do you know we've never had anybody say, I, I can't no. afford that? No, because they love Every them. time we raise the rates, they're like, they, they now at this point, because some of the rates are for a one hour, $79 for the master therapist. These clients bitch, moan, and groan, but they still come in. Yeah. Or again, we have less expensive therapists that are newer, that are building their clientele, that are at the $59 rate. And then sometimes we even bring in students, which are even cheaper. Yep. You know, and that's just pure profit for us because we can't give them, they, they keep tips. If they get yeah. tips, they get the tips, but they don't get, because they're learning. So, um, and that's just the way Virginia is set up. We work with the massage school, um, mm-hmm. which is great for us. And it's a great way to interview potential massage therapists. Yeah. I've gotten most of mine from the uh, school. Yeah. And, and because we got them at the and start. honestly, that's how Massage Envy gets most of theirs too. Which is smart. At least in our area, yeah. they're tied into a school and I don't get a single student from that school. And it's like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Eventually I'll get some and and I pick and choose which are uh, show me the potential that I need. Yeah. So um that's a myth. Yeah, yeah you can you make, can make money. money. And again, if you're at the point where and this is our key demographic for what we do as far as coaching and all, if you're at the point where you are tired or your books are so busy that you're having to turn clients away, that's a sheer sign number one you need to raise your rates, but it's a sheer sign you need to add somebody else in. Yes. It's time to add someone else in. It's and time it's to fun. add a room. And it's fun. But you have to be willing to be able to mentor them. You can't just assume that they're going to know things because, you know, I don't, I think room renters, I just think it's a bad business model. I, I, you lose money. You lose so much money. Uh, I've had people approach me about renting rooms and we don't do I any- would have to charge them $2,000 a month just to I think we'd have to charge more it, it, it just it does not work for us yeah it might work for you it works for Sheila Paul that's how she does it that's how she based her business model she bought her building I and I'm glad for her there are places out there that works for them it doesn't work for us you just have to decide what works for you yeah can I throw out another myth of course I do not have to wear polo shirts and khakis shenanigans oh my god great <laughs> first off khakis are not really a good look for most women because okay first off okay ladies let, let's talk about something after you've had babies have y'all gone to LuLaRoe yeah have you have you okay let, let's talk about this after you've had a child or after you get to a certain age things start getting looser um things are a little flabbier and yeah you can do all the Pilates you want to but unless you get a proper tummy tuck it's not going to go back the way it was about that okay so a polo shirt and khaki for me I would make me look dumpy I would look like Dolores okay. Umbridge from Harry Potter. All right. But now let me do say this. There are some women that rock it because that's what you normally wear when you're out and about anyway. And that's fine if that's what you choose. If that's what your personality is and that's what you do, great. The other thing you also don't always have to wear is scrubs. Unless you're no. in a medical setting. Unless you're in a medical setting. Yeah, medical setting, that's a whole different ballgame. they have cuter scrubs now. At least get the cuter scrubs. They have cuter scrubs now. I'm a fan of the plain colored ones. But you can dress how you would normally dress comfortably, nicely. We do a lot of ashi, so we wear a lot of leggings. leggings. Uh, if and you a lot don't... of layers, like because our girls work. So sometimes in the, when the rooms are, they will take and they'll have like, you know, a proper tank on. We make sure they're wearing a bra. Oh yeah, That's we do so pro- we do booby checks. Yeah. And um we make sure that all is covered and looks proper and appropriate. I have had some people come through our place and tell me uh officials from some of the schools that y'all do not dress professionally. I've had clients who said, "I wish y'all would wear uniform shirts and put the names on there." I ask myself, would I wear those things personally? 
No. So I'm not going to ask my group to wear those things. So what we do instead is around Valentine's Day, Christmas, just various times a year, we'll do, and we give these gratis to the therapist, but before we used to charge them. Um, no, I never charged them. Oh, really? Them. I didn't know that. Okay. Nope. But we actually get shirts made, and they're very inexpensive. Yeah. And I, I do the styles according to Body types, yeah. We have um, some of the young girls, like the sexier, slightly, not low, where their boobs are hanging out, but something that's got a little bit like more. Like a V-neck. It's yes. a little more flattering. And then the I've got cut. others. We that... have one therapist. She likes to wear men's shirts. we got a couple yes. that like to wear men's shirts. Fine. So it's easy when I go through a t-shirt shop to pick and choose a few, and I put them in bright colors this way they are presenting their own personalities their own image but still representing our brand yeah and um folks were successful so we got to be doing something right yeah. and honestly i wish i had more weenie whacker stories but we don't, we don't. yeah um, because we know how to handle that it, they our clients know there's a line and at and, the front desk we we really stop a lot of them before they even yeah. book so and, and their eyes are closed. If they're not closed during a massage, tell them to close weird. their eyes. Yeah, or Put turn, a eye pillow over them or turn them, them around, you know, like time to work in the back and just keep them prone yeah. like the whole so, time. Yeah. So stop stop dressing dowdy and making all of us look like frumps out there. Yeah. But, but if you like to look like a frump, embrace the frump and rock that shit. Rock your frump. <laughs> rock your frump. <laughs> Right. I, I do love LuLaRoe, though. I, I got to say. It's a great brand. No, because, like, again, I am a plus size woman. I normally like an 18, 20. Um, and my mother, what size are you normally? Uh, 10 to 12. Okay. So you're, both of us represent average of women. And we can both find things at LuLaRoe. Like we did for Valentine's Day. And I think we mentioned our Valentine's Day episode. And it was, wasn't we cheap. We did. Talked about getting them all the leggings. But we got them all the leggings. And oh my God, they loved them. And because even, the boys were very Very upset. jealous. Because we didn't have anything for them. So we had to get them shirts. We had only one other female therapist because we knew her. She's, she is one that loves to wear khakis and a polo shirt. And she looks great in them. Oh she, yeah. She, we knew she wouldn't approve. But we offered it to her. She goes, no. So we got her another new shirt. Yes. And then, um, but even like my more plus size women, they were like, yes. And then one we had to go to Torrid and get tights for it, which is fine. Yeah. But, you know, seriously, you can do it. It looks great. And then it's still not matchy-matchy because they were all different styles. And... Yeah. It, it it really looked good. It set the fun theme. Right. And it was really helpful because that LuLaRoe rep, um, she is a mother of two special needs sons. So it was yeah. really nice to give her such a big kind of order because it was like yeah. 25. Like, it was not, it wasn't cheap, but it was, it was worth, it was a good investment. So the bottom line is, folks, it's a myth. You don't have to look bad. Yeah. You don't have to look stark and, and professional. Okay. I have another myth. You do not always have to use natural products if you are in. Oh God, land. no! I would stink if I did. Okay, I'm gonna. We're gonna get more letters about this than anything else. I Me use, and Secret, we're friends. Yeah, I love deodorant. I don't mind the aluminum. Go ahead and send your emails. I will erase them, <laughs> or we will do an entire episode of where I go. I don't care because you know what? It is great. You have found a natural deodorant, but if it and and if it works for you, awesome. I am a sweaty individual. And is stinky. So I'm sorry. I'm going to use proper deodorant. I'm going to make sure. Guess what? I took, like yesterday, I had a headache. I didn't have time to get craniosacral or chiropractor or massage. So guess what? I took a leave. I oh, didn't I, die. I'm living off pills right now with this hip. Yeah. And I know. And all I, your, and my I, massage I, therapists I, have been telling me take I some anti inflammatory. Went, <gasps> when it's they okay. Oh it's God. okay. Because down. you know what? We don't judge one another. No. It goes back to the judging thing. So just do you, don't abuse it. Don't don't abuse it. You know, again, get the care you need, but stop it already. And don't judge your clients if they say, yeah, I took a Mo- Motrin. Don't tell them why it's evil. You're not their doctor. Yeah. That, I, that, it, guys, that's more it, turn off than anything it, yeah, else. Yeah, and not only that, but you are not 
legally allowed to do that. You're not allowed to diagnose anyone. So if a doctor gives them like, or even if they reach in their own medicine cabinet and get it, you know, stop it. You may not agree with it, but through your actions, show them why they don't need it. Right. Or again, now if it's something that would contraindicate, like if they're on blood thinners, cumin or something like that, and you can't massage them, that's completely different. I want to be very clear about that. You know, if you want a doctor's permission note, that's fine. But for everyday things, sometimes aspirin, is a damn good thing. And I'm really, I wrote my gratitude journal this morning. Thank you, Aleve, for taking care of my headache yesterday. <laughs> That's a good commercial. It was. So when I was first learning to teach Ashiatsu, Ruthie Hardy had a, a, another instructor who had been with her very first instructor, Jeanette. And we all were meeting up in Connecticut. And I, I was just merely assisting because I wanted to learn Ruthie's way of teaching because I wanted it to be as close to the founder as possible. So we had a class full of people. One of them was a tall, lanky guy. Now, remember, Ashiatsu is feet, folks, feet. His feet were so gross. Oh, my God. It, It would have taken a horse file to have gotten his toenails good. But on top of that, he smelled so bad from B.O. Oh, my God. This was not a young boy. This guy was at least in his 40s. How can that possibly be relaxing for the th- client? Uh, well, th- we're in a teaching class. Well, not okay. only that, but I'm just thinking like one on one, not only that, but if you guys share rooms, someone has to go in after nasty B.O. Oh, stinky no, feet, man. No, no. So then Ruthie and Jeanette throw me under the bus and say, you need to go talk to him. I sucked it up. I went forward and I said, gentlemen, you need to put some deodorant on because it gets really hot and sweaty in here. And sometimes we produce odors that we don't expect and we need to do something about it. And I said it lovingly with a smile and a gentle tone, thinking I was doing the right thing. He said, oh, okay, not a problem. And he reaches in his bag, gets this weird ass looking aluminum stone thing and starts rubbing it rock. under his arm. And I went, now I've lost the nice tone. No, 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 no. You need to go get the real shit. You go over that drugstore and you put some of that poison under your armpits. <laughs> Guys, <sighs> seriously, it will be okay. Bad O. Nothing's worse than stinky. Okay? Nothing's worse than stinky. Oh, we could do a whole episode so on that. So shenanigans on the natural products. So natural products are awesome. But shenanigans. So stop worrying about it and just focus on what you can do. All right. Last one. And I think this one's really important. The latest. We love education. We love learning new modalities. But not every modality is right for the client. No, it's not. Oh, my God. I I want to tell this story. I want to tell the story. So, Ceci, when she first learned Ashiatsu, this is back when I was still massaging, okay? Now, let me be very clear. I fall off of stools and break bones. She comes back and she's It wasn't just me. Jolene went with me. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, we the two were like of them, two little peas in a pod. So, the two she's of them, one of my best friends. The two of them come back and they're like, everybody's going to learn Ashiatsu. I refused. One, because I, I'm just that kind of person. Jo- folks, I'm not joking when she says... From a foot high stool, she fell and broke her arm. Okay, yeah, a spider attacked <laughs> me and I broke my wrist. I just, I, I walked. There's into history something. here. Okay, uh, toe almost fell off. Okay, so I should not be allowed to climb on tables. Like even, no. even my massage instructor at Fuller was like, "No, Ramona, you don't climb on the tables. You don't need to <laughs> lower your table down, lower a notch. You don't have to climb a table." I'm like yes. So I just, I, I'm just, I have really bad balance. It's just, it's just my thing. I can barely ride a bike. I can't ski. We were a little exuberant about Ashi. So I, I flat out, and she was like, and mom's like, everybody will learn this. And I'm like, 
the fuck I will. <laughs> I didn't say in that tone. Yes, of voice. you did. I was excited going, everybody's going to learn it. It's going to free us up. Uh, It'll make our hands We're going to be only in Ashiatsu practice. So I'm like, no. So the point is, is this. I love when you guys get excited about medallies. And I'm seeing all of y'all doing some cupping lately. Oh, my God. There were like seven of them that went off to a class together and Which came is back. Great. They are walking around looking like friggin' octopuses they right really now. They really are. They look like they made out with octopuses. Unfortunately, one of the client, one of the therapists overdid it on a client, and that's not what she went to him for. She yeah. went to him for stretching, not for cupping. Guys. I know it's exciting, but pull yourself back. Not every client needs that modality, okay? Whether it's cupping, whether it's um, myofascial, whether it is um, neuromuscular. I know you love the thing that you specialize in, but not every client, number one, needs it or wants it. And intention is 90% of what we do. Yeah, but we're all lined up. Because Jody's about to take bamboo massage. Yeah! Like, yeah! Put me on there! Yeah, but that's different because we're all excited. It's new. But not every client that sees Jody right. is going to want bamboo massage. So the point is this. Introduce it to your clients. Give them a tiny sample. And make sure that they're like, yes or no. And, and really think about the intent. Like, we know cupping does a lot of things. But if you've got a client who's just like, doesn't like it, then it's okay. Let them show you what they want and they will be a lifetime client of yours yeah there there and there's a balance to that that i always say different modalities are like tools in your tool belt you pull them out when you need them um i am firm with my group that i really try to teach all of them uh within reason uh the seated routine of ashiatsu because it can save when they're um for the neck work it can save their hands absolutely and I teach them, this is going to sound contrary to what Mona just said, I teach them don't ask the, the, the client's permission because clients, oh, feet, oh, I don't know. Mm, uh. But in that particular instance, they're not going to know. If they're good enough, they're not going to know it's your feet. So, so keep that in mind and in balance. People constantly call us and say, what kind of massages do you give? And my answer to them is, it depends on what your body tells me you need. I will listen to your needs. I will listen to what you want. I have tools in my belt. I'm going to pull them out as I need them. But don't let the excitement of the new tool yeah, don't go overboard. hinder you from listening to what the client needs. Because if the client comes in for a full relaxation massage, cupping's not relaxing. No, no. Cup, I'm sorry. And don't... T- However... You can say to them when they come out of the room from the relaxation, I noticed that your back's a little bit bound up. I would love to do a little bit of cupping, 30 minutes. Uh, if you want to rebook with me, that would be great. And just tell them that I'm going to do cupping on you. Oh, my God. She just got a new client. It's a miracle. That was so hard. <sighs> I hope that we've helped you with this Mythbuster episode today. And send us some other myths that we may not have mentioned. Or if you disagree with our myths, please, hey, please let us know the so cupping, we can tell you why not. We do not do fire cupping in my place. No. Oh, my God, they would burn my place yeah. down. Rebecca does it. It's beautiful to watch. She has the most beautiful glass. Um, Rebecca Blumfield from yes, Bad Burger. Yes. She has those beautiful like glass um, cups, and then she was playing with the glass cups. They have some really pretty ones. At, um, I think like World Massage, World of Massage Fair, whatever it was. They're beautiful. It's cool to watch, but yeah. Me well, personally- my little Rachel does it at home and videos her doing it, and it's cool to watch. But oh hell no, mm-hmm. you're gonna drop that candle down on my floor, and you're gonna burn a hole, and then Fred's gonna come after or me. Or that's my the landlord. one time the fire department will show up. Yeah, yeah. So just again, guys, balance. just balance. 
Um, again, talk about balance, balance and no bullshit. Balance no bullshit shenanigans. Yes. Don't get in your own way. Okay, real quick. Um, if you still haven't, there is time to sign up for the 31 day holiday challenge. Talk about um, you know, something that isn't myth is that the holiday season can make or break massage therapists. It's coming. Christmas is coming. Hanukkah is coming. People who don't celebrate oh, yeah. don't either forget, will still yeah, buy don't stuff. Don't forget about Hanukkah. You'll be surprised at how many Hanukkah. And I buy different gift certificates for them than I do for the Are Christmas. We doing the blue ones that I like the blue snowflakes. Uh, if we still have them, I have to pull it all out of the closet. Um, but yeah, no, so definitely. But if these are the little details, like we just said, guess what? We're going to teach you all these things, and it's free, people. It is free, but but you need to do it now. Now, um, so go to spapreneur.com um, forward slash zero two zero. All the notes that we've talked about in the show today. I know the last couple of weeks we've had some really long episodes. I appreciate you guys staying on, but the stuff we're talking about, guys, we're so passionate about, we're so important, and we have been silent all summer. I know. We're having to make up for lost time. So anyway, you got anything else? And again, if you want to contradict any of our myths, if you're like, no, I love the natural deodorant, and here's why, you can go in our Facebook group, I Dare You. No, no, you stop that, Ramoni <laughs> Lane. No, I dare girl. you. No, no, we want to hear from you because we all come from different walks of life. You may not stink. I do. We I do. am using secret. Yeah. And, and lavender between the legs. That's what Ruthie used to tell us. <laughs> Because in Ashi, your legs are open a lot. Oh my Lavender God. between the legs. It's the only time in massage where the legs open is a good thing. Yeah, well, that's an episode later on down the line because it gets creepy having your legs open the whole time. But the guys are face down. They're not seeing anything. But after a while, it's like, I need to close my legs. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Later, Gator. Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to Spapreneur.com where we've got the tools, tricks, and methods to making your spa as successful as it can be. Spapreneur.com.